Hello and welcome to TOSB Conversation Starters, a place where we discuss the latest ideas and insights from our network of experts. Today, we have with us Aparna Piramal Raje, a leadership expert and a champion of mental health and high performance. In her inspiring career of 20 plus years, Aparna has thrived and led a successful business despite the challenges of dealing with a serious mental health condition, bipolar disorder. In her talks and through her writing, Aparna openly shares her journey and lessons she has learned along the way about mastering one's mind, intellect, and emotions. Welcome to TOSB Conversations, Aparna. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you so much for having me here. So, Aparna, it's amazing that you've written and spoken extensively about working with bipolar disorder and indeed thriving with it. So, what was it like speaking about something so personal and what actually motivated you to do that thank you um well actually it felt like a relief to be able to talk about myself and be completely authentic about it because i'd been living with it for about two decades and i'd reached the stage where i was very open about it so i was talking about it with people in the workplace with my friends and family so i was very open about it um but then i thought the time had come for me to turn it into a book um and that's why i wrote my book chemical khichdi how i hacked my mental health and you know for me writing has always been a way of making sense of the world around me um so it came quite naturally to write about it and i think once you start putting your thoughts down on paper you get a lot of clarity and self awareness and then i thought that this could also be helpful to other people who are living with it because these conditions are actually much more common than we realize um so that's been the feedback that i've got from other people also um so yeah that was part of the journey for me so this is amazing aparna and it takes a lot of courage so more power to you for doing that and i'm sure a lot of people get encouraged when they see you do that i also know that you work with a lot of corporates so what are some of the stigmas associated with mental health at work that you are trying to break through your writing and sessions I think the biggest stigma is really the fact that you can actually live with a mental health condition and have a normal productive career um and be successful and thrive with it. I think that there is that perception um that if you disclose to your employer that you're suffering from let's say depression or anxiety or any of these issues that you will be penalized at work in some way or the some way or the other but for me i think that that's been the biggest game changer the when i was open about my condition at work it actually helped me become more productive it helped the organization it helped my managers my bosses so i think the fact is that you know that you can actually live and thrive you can have a career you can be successful and live with a mental health condition was one of the biggest uh, stigmas that i wanted to shatter great so you know continuing with that thought only uh, you know i would like to believe that you know we all are good human beings and when we listen to such conversations we are all empathetic you know we want to support we want to be the allies but the fact is that we are also living in a very competitive you know high performance dynamic environment so how do you work with clients to build a people oriented culture that is also focused on high performance i think that's a very relevant question because i think that um, you know we want to navigate that tension successfully we want to be people oriented as you said we also want to be performance oriented um so i think that there's no escaping the fact that we live in a very competitive world i think the what we really try and do is to look at the role of all the stakeholders in the organization and ask the organization who is responsible for emotional and mental well-being in the workplace 
space? What is the role of the individual and the self? What is the role of the manager? What is the role of the team? What is the role of leadership? What is the role of the organization? And once we clarify what these different roles are, then it becomes very easy to see how to navigate each of those tensions. Um, and what are the, some of the best practices that can be put in place to actually ensure that we can be people oriented and we can also be performance oriented. So there has been more and more research done in this area and they show that not every company is in this space, but certainly there are quite a few that are in this space. And it's a great space to be in if you can do both um, and not just have performance at the cost of um, people. Yeah, this is very insightful and, uh, you know, maybe some days we can talk about some case studies that you've already, you know, worked on for clients who actually, you know, exhibit both. So it's amazing and it'll inspire other organizations also to sort of, you know, take that journey. Uh, we call our podcast Conversation Starters because we think that the smallest of the ideas can spark change. So what is that one idea that you would like to leave uh, our listeners with specifically our founders, our leaders, our entrepreneurs, because they are responsible for shaping the work culture. I would love them to share their inner Mount Everest. I think that we all have this Mount Everest in us, which is all our hopes and dreams. But like any mountain that we want to climb, we have uh, a lot of dangers and vulnerabilities that prevent us from getting to the top. And I think if leaders can share at least what their, if not all their vulnerabilities, but at least how they've climbed up this mountain and how they made it to the top and the resilience that's taken them there, the, the hazards that were in the way in terms of their emotional and mental health. I think that will be hugely inspiring for people to also be more authentic and to, to learn from them and, you know, create an environment which is a much more open and authentic. Um, because I think we have a habit of putting leaders on a pedestal. Leaders also feel that they need to know everything um, they don't want to be seen as anybody, you know, admitting any sort of vulnerability. But I think if we can, you know, present these ideas and say, like, this is my inner Mount Everest. This is what I've been through. This is what it took for me to get here. This is what the resilience that 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 I built up. I think these are stories that are very inspiring and will, you know, motivate others in the organization to also um, look inwards and see how they can kind of get to the same position. That's a very powerful thought, Aparna. Thank you so much that, you know, leaders should also show their vulnerability and then, you know, talk to people and create an open culture. Aparna, we all are living in a very stressful world these days. I mean, I know we are all very conscious uh, of that, but still, you know, end of the day, we deal with these situations. So do you have some tips for the employees uh, which can help them improve their mental and emotional well-being at work? Yeah, it's a good question because I think we're all somewhere on the spectrum. We may not all be dealing with a clinically diagnosed condition, but we're all somewhere at some point dealing with emotional, mental stress at, at some level. And I think it's really important for me that I've seen is to make allies at work and to find allies at work. You know, to, to, to find those people you can share your condition with, to, to find, to be able to trust them. And ideally, if those people are people who are managing you, your supervisors or your bosses, and they are your allies, that's the best kind of outcome that you could arrive at, because then they will sponsor you, they will support you, they will, you know, make adjustments if required. 
um, and I think it's also important to remember that actually statistics show that basically nearly half of the workforce is dealing with depression or stress or anxiety or burnout. So it's not like when we talk about these emotional and mental well-being, we're not talking about a small fraction of the workforce. We're actually talking about the entire workforce that, that is going through this at some point in time. You know, so it's it's really important that we have this dialogue and normalize this conversation as much as possible. Thank you, Aparna, and you're right. You know, somewhere we all are uh, at the spectrum and we should be uh, all conscious about, you know, these efforts and making more and more allies at work. Thank you so much for the suggestion. If you would like to invite Aparna to your organization for workshops and talks on mental health at work, reach out to our team at the Outstanding Speakers Bureau. Let's start a conversation that matters. This is your host, Shreya Pilani, signing off. Thank you. <laughs>